Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. On this podcast, you will find tips on business, relationships, and personal growth. I keep it real. I keep it honest, but I say it with love. As a coach and entrepreneur of over 20 years, I have a whole host of takes on all aspects of personal development. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This Hey everybody, this is Easy Owner Podcast. I'm your host, Karen McCarran, and this is episode 145. Uh, title of this episode is, what do you think about selling? Um, so this is a fun topic for me because I come from a family that was heavily, my dad was a used car salesman. And I talk about this a lot and I just want to touch on it again, just in case you've not heard it in a while. And I just feel like it's important to kind of, to chat about it and, and just make sense of it. When we like, so I'm going to walk you back to where I first remember the concept of selling, which was honestly, probably like as young as four or five, um, and Sesame street. So if any of you have watched Sesame street or are familiar with it, you'll get this. But there was a time when there would be like this sketchy Muppet that would come up to the front of the camera and he'd be all alone and he would open his coat and he would say, what do I got to do to get you to buy an A or the letter C or the letter K? And he'd have his jacket open. And it was, what was it reminding you of? Canal Street, New York, buying Rolexes off a guy with it in his trench coat. So I get it. But that was like the very first sort of thing around selling. And for me at home, it went beyond that. It went to like, my dad would tell us stories about how he was, he and the guys would turn back the odometers and they would tell people that there was only so many kilometers on it. And they'd sell these used piece of shit cars. And he just like my dad, knowing what I know now, when I think about him back, like back in the day, um, it was just a lot of insecurity and a lot of like immature, immature masculine probably wanted to fit in. So he did a lot of the same crap that the other guys were doing, whatever. And I, and I, I feel, I do feel bad for him now that I know what I know. Um, so I heard that. Um, and then, you know, it was just always aggressive selling. Anytime I would be, I would learn to sell, it would be, um, you know, always be closing and making sure that you're getting the sale and don't let them walk away unless they've signed or given them, given your, your, their credit card. And like all these super masculine hyper hunter type of things. And it like, for a woman, it feels fucking gross. It feels slimy. It doesn't feel authentic. It feels terrible. And so I just want to invite you, this is going to be a short one. I just want to invite you to start asking yourself questions about what is it? Do you think about selling? I had four content company calls yesterday. Okay. And anytime I get on the phone with any of my potential clients, the way that I talk to them is sincere. It's not bullshit. I'm not like what I say about the company is canned, meaning I've said it, you know, 400 times in my more than that in the last seven years, but I've said it, it's, it's definitely by memory. I could, you know, I could be washing the dishes and saying the same thing, 
But what's different and what's unique each time I speak to somebody is first of all, the way that I start the conversation, I actually ask them, how was your weekend? How's your week going? What's new? How are things going? What's new at the business? Whatever, whatever. Cause I actually give a shit. Like I really sincerely want to know those questions. I want you to answer them. I'm not just asking cause it's on a script somewhere on my desk. So what I feel about selling is I feel like if I can genuinely offer you a solution. So for example, with she's the owner, we're moving into, like I mentioned last episode, we're moving into more of a membership business model where yes, you can still do group coaching um, a few times the, during the year. It's not going to be as often, but more, more than that, it's going to be like a membership. Why? Because I talked over the last year, I've done the research. So many women have said they want to work with me, but they can't afford it. Now, a lot of coaches will say, well, then you should, you know, blah, 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 change your pricing, all that other shit. And in most cases I agree, but I also, there's more to it than just, um, trying to service the women who can't afford my, my group coaching prices. But for me, I, I like the idea of having a community where you guys can come and hang out with each other, learn some shit, hear me talk once a month and not, and not do, you know, just the weekly group coaching stuff. I listened, I listened to the woman that I want to serve. The woman I want to serve is, and here, here's how I'll, I'll explain it to you. There are four rooms, four like rooms. Okay. First room that is the woman who is the nine to fiver lifelong nine to fiver doesn't know there's another option. Um, looks at people that have their own business and thinks, Oh, that must be nice. Um, you know, very much scarcity driven, you know, there's too much competition. I'm never going to mount anything. I have to do this. I have a family I have to feed. I have no options. So just super scarcity mindset, very much in the matrix, right? Then there's the second room. That woman has heard of Oprah. She's heard of Deepak Chopra. She's probably, you know, heard of Tony Robbins, has some idea that there's more, right? And she's looking, She's fucking hungry. Like she wants more. She has figured it out. She is understanding that this is not where it's at, but she's really stuck. She doesn't know where to go. She's just sort of popped her head above the, above the ground, like a little groundhog and went, Oh, and then pops it back down. Cause she really doesn't know where to go. Then there's the third room, the third room. That's the room I'm in. That's the room, you know, most good coaches, well-rounded coaches. That's the room that they are in. Why do I say that? Because we've spent you know, tens of thousands of dollars on our education. We've spent thousands of hours on learning and developing, you know, we've left our jobs, we've left and started companies that those are the women in the third room. And then in the fourth room, I say like Oprah, Tony, Byron, Katie, Wayne Dyer, Deepak, Eckhart Tolle, like all those folks, that's the room they're in. I don't want to teach the woman in the third room because I feel like that category, first of all, it doesn't speak to me to teach somebody like me. It doesn't, it speaks to me to teach somebody who is me five years ago, which is what typically that's, that's how it goes. So me five years ago, gosh, me, me longer than five years ago, let's call it 10 years ago was like, I started to sort of like, Oh, Tony Robbins, what's that? And I got a, one of his, um, audio programs, like 400 bucks. Um, 
you know, like I just, I was started to get curious. I started to realize like, holy shit, this, you know, we hadn't launched the business yet. So, but I was curious. I had a couple small businesses before that. So that woman, that's the woman that I want to serve. I'm not selling to you. I'm over here going, girlfriend, I fucking, I've done it. I get it. I know where you're at. I've done it. I've gone down this path. I can tell you exactly what I've done, how I've done it. And it's going to look different for you anyway. But the point is, is that I'm here to serve that community. So when I'm talking, like right now I'm talking and I'm saying, you know what? I have this community that I'm building. The membership is $197 a month for me at this point. That's what feels right to me. That would, that's what feels like I can help more women in that vicinity. I'm not selling. You can come and join the community or you don't, but when I'm talking about it, I'm passionate about it. Like you can hear that. I'm passionate about it. This is not bullshit. I'm not sitting here going, how can I get her to fucking buy something? Right. I'm like, this is, there's value here. I've built a six figure business. I'm on my way to building it to seven figures. So I have tons of knowledge. I have tons of experience. I have tons of events I've gone to. I've been coached. I've coached like all the things. So when you're thinking about selling, stop fucking thinking about it as if you're selling, you're building a relationship, you're sharing your knowledge, money. And one of my, my friends, I think, I think it was my friend, Aylin, I'm not a hundred percent, but money is just an exchange of energy. So when you're talking like there has to be an exchange, there's no other way. And I say there's no other way because if there is no exchange, let's just say you're delivering whatever. If you're if you're giving away, you know, let's talk about MLM products. If you're giving away collagen or you're giving away shampoo, you can't. How long will that be able to how long is that sustainable? It isn't. Right? You might be able to do just like me. I can't give away all the information that I've that I've learned. Right? Why can't I do that? First of all, because I will become resentful because I know I've sat in, you know, fucking 20 different cold rooms listening to Tony or listening to whatever, whoever the teacher was freezing my ass off or being really tired or being somewhere alone. Like I, I mean, the first event I went to was by myself in Ottawa. I drove in the middle of winter in our shitty caravan and I sat there for two, three days learning right? I can't give that to somebody. I can't, you can't do it. So you sell, right? You sell it, but you make it an exchange of energy and there's nothing fucking wrong with it. Ladies, there's nothing parasitic about selling. If you stop calling it selling, it won't feel like selling, right? I'm building a relationship. I'm adding value. I'm, I'm sharing, I'm swapping energy with this person. I have something, they need it. They have something they're willing to swap for it. It's not, there's nothing evil about it. There's nothing sinister about it. Yes, there are the snake oil salesmen. They're the ones that will sell anything to anybody and have zero. But those days I feel like, I mean, I'm not going to say they're gone. I, I was about to, and then I decided that's not accurate. There's still a lot of those people. There's still a lot of those men, guys, if you're listening I'm calling you out. You got to stop fucking selling to everybody just because you can, because it's slimy and it's giving the whole thing a bad name. So how do you feel about selling? I want you to sit down. I want you to write it out. What are some of your first memories of, of what a salesperson means? What are your first memories of being sold to think about 
whatever, whatever, if you're in a business right now, you need sales. You're not going to survive if you have none, right? So if you're in a business right now, think about why am I not selling my product? Why am I not talking about the thing? If you feel inauthentic about it, start there, right? If you're, you know, a lot of times clients will, they get stuck, right? Like my whole thing is the head to heart method, right? And if you're in your head, selling is impossible. I think it's impossible. If you're in your heart, again, you're building a relationship. You're having a conversation. You're not actually sitting there like piece of pen. Now that doesn't mean a lot of the tactics and strategies around closing and around that kind of thing aren't, um, important, but the base of it all has to be from your heart. It just absolutely has to be. And then it's not selling. So think about when I'm having a conversation with somebody that you're selling to, if you're in sales or you're in your own business, if you're sitting there and you're having a conversation with somebody and you feel slimy about it, check yourself. Cause I'm telling you, you're not in a, in an authentic place. You're just thinking about the numbers and that ladies, the other person, if you're a coach, the other woman on the other side of that, she's going to feel it. And she's like, if I, if you know, I've heard so many times, like, well, I haven't heard this, but I've heard this said to other women, well, you don't want it bad enough. Or you, if you really wanted to make this happen, you could now that is, that's not inaccurate. If I really wanted to make something happen, I would definitely find the resource. It's not a lack of resources. It's a lack of resourcefulness. Tony Robbins quote, it's the truth. But if you're fucking shoving it in my face like that, my inclination is to pull back and go find somebody else to sell me. And I've done it. I did that with one of my cars when I was younger and I didn't even realize what I was doing, but there was one guy and he said, well, you have to give me $500 as a deposit. And he's so, so pushy. We went down the road. Sorry, my nose is itchy. If you're watching, I don't know what's up. Um, we went down the road and we found the exact same car and it was $500 actually more, or maybe even a thousand dollars more than the other guy down the road. But I, we weren't being pushed. We weren't being sold to the guy was really cool. He, you know, appreciated our situation and he helped us figure it all out. And then we bought the car from him. So I want you to think about how you feel about selling. Very, very important. And, um, if you want to share as always, let me know. So don't forget please put a review on iTunes. If you love this podcast and, um, it helps, it does help me with the algorithm and getting us out there. Um, so I'm recording this podcast on October 5th, October 4th of 2021, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp went down for the day. And it was, I mean, I didn't notice too, too terribly, but I am going to do a podcast about that probably, uh, the next one after this one, just talking about the importance of your email list and your website, because I personally don't put all my eggs in that basket. I still have a podcast that people can find me on. I, I still have my email list and my website. I'm going to talk a bit about that because I think a lot of people, the lesson was, um, complacency right? Everyone's so complacent that they just assume that Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram are all just going to be there whenever needed. And obviously yesterday, I mean, I can't even begin to imagine the billions of dollars that were lost yesterday. It's I'm sure it's astronomical. So stay tuned for that one. Um, you can always find me on www.karamccarran.com and I love you and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye. <laughs>